I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of r slash malicious compliance. Guys, it's going to be a chill one today. If you're listening and want to hear the top posts of the week, stay a while and hang out with me. And we'll read the stories together. I'm just going to keep it casual today, just go through the stories, try not to laugh too hard. I hope you guys stay for the stories today and subscribe for future videos. Let's get into it. This first story is titled, Security made us show the last five photos on our phone. Is security even allowed to do that? Anywhere. My coworker, an absolute hero, maliciously complied at security on one of our subcontractor jobs. The customer was a manufacturer for high-end electronic components. Security was tight as a small 4x6-inch box can contain $250,000 worth of microchips. Our team was installing equipment in their facility for a week. A security checkpoint had to be passed every trip in or out of the building. Mr. Security Guard, Chad maybe, decided that my coworker, Steve probably, was more suspicious than the four other techs. So every trip in or out, not only was Steve made to dump his entire contents of his backpack onto the table and go through it, Chad required Steve to show him the last five pictures taken on his phone to prove he wasn't stealing secrets. This is all fine, except Chad lets everyone else through without any sort of inspection. Steve is trying to stay positive, but obviously this is eating away at him. Steve tries to be overly positive and also a bit snarky with comments like, Thank you, Paul Blart, for keeping America safe, which busts up the rest of the crew. Then, Steve has the idea that will free him for the rest of the week. Wednesday comes along, and Steve is overly scrutinized as usual. As we head to security at lunch, Steve says he has to go to the bathroom. He comes back out a few minutes later, absolutely giddy. Chad Blart, mall cop, stops us on our way out and asks Steve to see the photos on his phone. Steve gladly hands the phone over. Chad is greeted by some very peculiar angled shots of Steve's butthole and immediately throws the phone down on the table. Steve says, Oh, sorry, I thought I had a hemorrhoid and wanted to see how bad it was. Is everything okay with my pictures? Is the facility safe? And Chad never checks Steve's materials again. Good on you, Steve. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how good old Steve went to steal the company's secrets. (laughs) What a great master plan. Poor Chad is scarred for life. This second story is titled, Science Teacher Has a Swear Jar. I took a biology class from my sophomore year in high school, and my teacher was pretty cool. She was laid back, funny, and didn't have your typical teacher vibe. She had set up a curse jar in the room and the funds were used to pay for supplies. 25 cents if you swore, but $1 if you dropped an F-bomb. I can see where this is going, I think. One day, we were doing some group work in tables, the ones with the Bunsen burner and the sink in the middle. Behind me was a kid that was particularly annoying and pretty talkative. 
Patrick was probably the type of kid who went on later to cure cancer or create Minecraft. He's a smart kid, but he was basically a 17-year-old Martin from The Simpsons. Anywho, we're all trying to do work, and Patrick is getting on my nerves. He keeps making loud bad jokes and poking his head in on our project and telling us what we're doing wrong. I asked him twice to just worry about his own table, but the third time, I lost it. I walked up to the front of the class, pulled out my wallet, grabbed one dollar and put it on the teacher's desk. I turned around and quite loudly said, Patrick, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I knew something like that was going to happen. I walked back to my table and sat down. The entire class was silent and staring at me, and then the teacher. She looked down at the dollar bill on her desk and started laughing out loud. The rest of the class joined in, and Patrick shrunk into his seat. The teacher then said, Well, he paid his dollar. And that's the story of how I told a kid to shut up in class without getting into trouble. That's also a great life lesson. With enough money, you can get away with anything. Also, why did the F-bomb cost a lot more to drop than the other ones? Next story. I did it my way. Many moons ago, after I married a narcissist a-hole, he started revealing his douchebaggery in subtle stupid ways. One way was, he stopped doing his chores, and stopped cleaning up after himself altogether. That was really insulting, because I'd always worked a full-time job, and before we had wed, I'd been very clear that I was not going to be a housewife, that we would do things equally. Well, his answer to that was say that I couldn't make him do anything. If I wanted the house cleaned, I'd have to do it myself. Well, doesn't he sound like a champion? For some reason, this made me think of the Simpsons episode with Blinky, the three-eyed fish, where Homer says to Marge that she can express herself with her lovely home. So, I replied the way Marge did and said, Okay, I will, and immediately set to work. Starting with the living room, I gathered my now ex's jacket and clothing he left strewn about, and tossed them on his computer chair. His backpack and books also dropped on the chair. Then, I went to the kitchen and took his dirty dishes, and boom, onto the chair. His dirty laundry, plop, onto the chair, which had fallen over by now, etc, etc, until the house was clean. Yay. Now my ex couldn't use his PC until he cleaned up his stuff. That first night, he took it like a man. The next night, when I dumped all of his stuff on his chair, and for good measure, vacuumed the rug, and dumped the canister all over his crap, he squealed like a pig and said, What are you doing? I'm cleaning, I answered him. You wanted me to do all the cleaning, and this is how I'm going to do it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. He started doing his chores after that. The divorce came later. This next one's titled, Gonna try to return an item with no tag or skew? Watch me destroy it in front of you then. I work at a chain retail discount home goods store, that was a mouthful, where the main demographic is older women. We have a very clear and somewhat strict return policy due to the amount of people that have abused returns in the past, such as stealing and returning to launder money. But it's simple and printed at the bottom of every receipt said, unused merchandise can be returned with the original receipt and packaging within 30 days. Simple as that. Today I had an older woman, probably late 60s, early 70s, come in with a return. I give my usual, anything wrong with it, or did it not work out for you, as she hands over the bag with the receipt. And she says, No, it's a headband, but when I unwrapped it, I realized it's not the style I wanted, she explained. Alright, I said, as I took the headband out of the bag. No packaging, no tag, no skew. Just a piece of grey fabric. I said, I'm sorry ma'am, but I can't take this as a return, since there isn't any packaging or SKU number. What? But I have the receipt, that's all I need for a return. She was already getting snappy and angry with me, and when customers act like this, it just makes me want to help them less. Nevertheless, I kept my customer service smile and voice on for her, and said, Ma'am, at the bottom of your receipt here, you can see where the return policy is stated. I explained as I calmly pointed out the policy to her. She says, Well, the receipt should be all I need. I want my money back. At this point, I'm done arguing with her. I ask if she wants to speak to my manager regarding the policy, and of course, she says yes. I go to the office to get my manager, who's mid-60s, who's on an important conference call with the other managers of the district. I explain what's happening to her, and she says, Oh, we'll get this straightened with a smirk on her face. I follow my manager out of the office and back to the register where the woman is still pouting. Now, my manager doesn't put up with any crap and trusts me probably more than any other employee to deal with irate customers, but she knows that since I'm only 20, a lot of these older women refuse to take what I say seriously and will only hear it from the mouth of someone much older. My manager opens the bag and looks at the woman with a straight face and says, So no packaging, not even a tag, she asks. No, the woman replies, this time a little less aggressively. Accepting this return would be breaking company policy, my manager says bluntly. But it isn't worth losing a customer over $2.99, so we'll do it this one time. Please keep your tags in the future. Cue the malicious compliance. My manager turns to me as I input the return into the point of sales and says firmly so that the customer can hear, damage it out and throw it away. Make sure you destroy it too. So I do as I'm told. I grab the scissors from my register's pencil cup and begin hacking away at the headband, slicing it up as messily as I can get, right over the counter in front of the customer. What are you doing? She yells at me. We are very serious about following company policy here, ma'am, and since you don't have the original packaging or tags, we can't resell this. I say that as I chuck the shredded bits of fabric into the trash can. She yells... I could have used that as a rag. At this point, I know for a fact that my manager's sitting in the office, quietly listening and snickering to herself. 
I finish up the return and give the woman her $2.99 back with a friendly, have a nice evening, as she walks out the door. The woman in line behind her comes up to the register, and as I'm scanning her items, she says, You don't realize how stupid and entitled the general public is until you work retail. I couldn't agree more. Some people are just too shady. If she's returning the item, why does she feel so bad that it's getting shredded? Unless she felt bad about wasted materials, which I'm pretty sure she isn't, she probably expected to keep the returned item and get a refund since it has no tags, packaging, etc. And that was only over $3. And that's it for this episode. If you guys enjoyed it, give it a thumbs up and let me know what you think. If you guys aren't subscribed, hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications because I upload videos almost all the time because I have no life and all I do is read Reddit. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.